thank you for joining us for Geezers of Gear, episode number 192. Today's podcast is brought to you by Mainlight. Mainlight is a lighting rental partner that combines the resources of a national company with the personal touch of a local provider. To achieve that objective, Mainlight is proud to have opened four new locations in the last two years, with their newest location having just opened in Teterboro, New Jersey. Mainlight is equally dedicated to expanding their rental inventory. They consistently purchase the latest technology in lighting, truss, and consoles, from the newest truss solutions to the full array of leading control consoles. Your lighting will have the technological support it needs to reach peak performance. They also carry a robust inventory of IP65 rated fixtures, giving you a lighting solution for any outdoor venue come rain, wind, or shine. From east to west, Mainlight is the partner you trust with the gear you want. Visit mainlight.com to chat with their live representatives across all locations in Wilmington, Delaware, Nashville, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Nevada, and now Teterboro, New Jersey. Everybody, or nobody yet, but hopefully everybody in just a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks for joining. Oh, last time we talked about waiting to hold on the do the the intro until we. Have oh yeah, meeting. right. Yeah. Oh well, you forgot. Shame on yeah. you. Shame on me. Well, for those of you watching now, uh, you missed the intro, so you can rewatch it from the beginning and see our cool little jingle. If you care, probably don't, but if you do. Um, we have a guest coming on the show today. He's not here yet, but we're excited about that. Um, and we've definitely got some other things that we can. Uh, uh, what's going on in your world, Marcel? How's uh, it? Wouldn't how it wouldn't be a live stream if your it wouldn't be a live user? stream if your internet wasn't cutting in and out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try again. Go ahead. So, uh, how's, how's Grind uh, going? Geezers of Grind, yeah. It's going well. I mean, it's keeping me awake. Um, I actually have to get a sales update from these guys. I haven't gotten one recently, but uh, when I checked a, like a week ago, 10 days ago, it was doing really well. It was like one of their top sellers. So, um, just so everyone knows, yes, Geezers of Gear created our own blend of coffee which is basically a mix of a product that the company calls um, Road Dog and their uh, medium beans. And so they literally just mix the beans together. Road Dog is their strongest bean medium. Is It kind of takes the edge off a little bit because Road Dog definitely makes you feel like a Road Dog. Um, and uh, just a really great blend of coffee. But anyways, long story short, so this company called Coffee Cult, all Ks, coffeecult.com with a K coffee, K cult, uh, has this thing. You go there and you just search for Geezer's Grind. And um, all of the proceeds go to Roby Backstage, which benefits 
people in our industry who need help. And uh, the most recent that we were aware of was Michael Krieger from Upstaging, who is being supported uh, somewhat by Roby Backstage. And Roby Backstage uh, is getting a little bit of funding from Coffee Cult via this Geezer's Grind. So please order it. Uh, order two, then the shipping is free. Anything over $50 is free shipping. And it's not just for charity. It's actually a great product. So please do. Good. That's good. Can you hear me now? Sorry. I don't know what happened with my internet. Decided to bounce out for a minute. <laughs> you don't know what happened with your internet, Brad. This is like a weekly occurrence for us right now. Daily for me, but weekly for those of us who are on this uh, podcast. But Brad has a big announcement to make. I do. <laughs> I ordered Starlink from Elon Musk, and I've been waiting for almost a year now for it to be approved. And I finally got the email yesterday that uh, I am now eligible. So in some time in two to four weeks, my hard will, hardware will show up and then uh, we will hopefully have uh, everything ready to go. So you'll, you'll finally have, you'll finally have better than dial up uh, internet service, which we'll is see. amazing. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Two, 2023, Brad, come on now. Come on. I know. I know. Well, in the world, it's in like the sticks. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, I actually remember, like, I remember when I used to have to travel to Italy all the time to go to the Comar factory. And I remember actually connecting, you know, to the telephone wire uh, with my computer and it making all that noise and connecting to the modem, you know, dial up internet. When you say dial up internet to guys like our guests today, uh, they're like, what? <laughs> you know? It's uh, it's a little uh, bit predating some of these people, and he's laughing at us right now. We can see him in the green room. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we actually did have to use phone lines to connect to the internet, and you had to sort of unplug the phone in the hotel room and plug it into your computer with a big fat adapter, and and then you had to go find the phone number from my Earthlink thing that they gave me all the phone numbers to dial right. into, and I mean, it was pretty unbelievable. There is this thing floating around the uh, the internet right now that's mostly geared towards people my age, so in their like mid thirties, that American Girl dolls, you know, the like dolls that you get when you're a kid and all the girls love and things, um, or boys, whoever, whatever. But um, the doll company, they Real have judge. launched a historic figure line that is '90s dolls. So they've got like outfits and stuff, and there's a you know an old CRT monitor computer and dial-up internet and like. You know, an That's old hilarious. Stuff. And everybody's raving, of course, that, you know, they go find the skirt from their closet that they still own. And <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I love that nostalgia stuff. And it's getting hot right now. Like, I mean, people are spending real money on it on yeah. like 70s and 80s and 90s stuff. So one of my neighbors here is rebuilding a uh, the same car that was my first car, which was a 1971 Datsun B210 station wagon and you're gonna have to google it and it was in oh, it yeah. was in baby blue it's probably the ugliest car you've ever seen and one of my neighbors has one in his driveway that he's completely redoing and uh uh it's got like 400 and something horsepower in it and you know he's making it a crazy car but uh but yeah it's it's just funny how people are really getting into that old nostalgic stuff loads of turntables I have lots of friends who have turntables and record collections again and stuff. 
not like DJ spinning turntables, but just listening to like Led Zeppelin on a on a turntable instead of a MP3 or CD or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so anyways, we, we have our guest waiting. We should probably go ahead and allow him into this mess. So. Yeah. So we have a really exciting guest. Um, for those of you that don't know him, uh, this guy runs a really cool channel and does a really cool thing during the month of March in particular that we're going to talk about today. Um, so with that, we will bring on uh, Rain Renshaw from Limelight Wired. So, hey. Rain, thanks for joining us. The man, hey, the myth. That's right. That's right. No, uh, man, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm a big, uh, big follower of the, of the podcast. So it's fun. Big, big follower. We have like 12 followers. You have 12,000. So come on. We ain't <laughs> no big followers. You're big. We're the follower. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're a, I think you're a quality over quantity situation, you know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> that's what it is. That's right. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So your your green background and purple glasses are kind of freaking me out a little bit. I know they're fogging up. It's hot here. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, you're in Miami too, right? I'm in Palm Beach, but you're in Miami, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm down here in Miami and South Beach. It's crazy right now. It's real busy. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Yeah. It's uh it's ultra week. It is Miami right. Music Week is going on uh the whole um anything that could be going on is so it's fun it's fun but chaotic yeah have, Just a have few you things. slept have you slept in the past couple days <laughs> yesterday was my first day to sleep in a while but you know we're gearing oh up for another long one but you wow. know as you guys know like the worst is always the best you know yeah of course well and you don't complain you know when uh when we know the other side of all of this so when well, there's no uh, ultra and no rain for the benefit of. Uh oh, sorry, I interrupted you because my internet doesn't work. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> someday I'll fix this. Uh, rain for the for the benefit of those listening that don't know who you are. Uh, can you talk about your company and uh, and what you guys do a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, just interrupt me if I chop up too, and we can get it all reset. But your internet's um, fine. Limelight Wired is just, you know, I have a hard time putting a name or a label on it because essentially what it is is just kind of, I'd like it to grow into a brand that people, programmers, designers, technicians in the field can kind of relate to across the different um, markets of our industry, whether that be architectural or concert or theatrical or educational um, or even, you know, experimental. You know, we, you know, a lot of times we get pigeonholed into little sectors of, of of our craft and we don't realize how much we have in common with you know the other sectors and so essentially what i'm trying to build here is a community where we can all cross pollinate ideas and knowledge and story that's it's a fantastic idea i mean some of my favorite designers are people who have sort of crossover uh you know they've been architectural lighting designers and now they're rock and roll lighting designers or they're rock and roll designers who now do architectural work and just sort of that blend of, of uh, experiences and knowledge and stuff just makes for really cool designs. Yeah, that's well, very cool. And your content is good for any of you who haven't seen um, rain is on, well, I should say limelight wired, although that is rain. It is more than just rain. Right. Uh, but that is on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's on, um, you know, all the major social channels, but I think Instagram is your, your most prominent. Is that correct? 
Yeah, yeah, that's where a large base is, um, and we've grown. We've grown to our own app too. That um, is, cool. is, you know, married to our website. But you know, any you can download our app. You can find us on all the major socials. You can find us on YouTube, um, and you know, just creating content that works for that particular platform. You know, it's all experimental. It's all changing. You know, next year Instagram will be different than it was this year. Um, so you know, there's, you know, there's no rules. It's it's just we're trying to we're trying to be a place that's putting out content that lighting designers and programmers are thirsty for. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, Corey, thanks for joining us and everybody else watching. Uh, appreciate you guys taking the time. So we're talking with Rain Ranshaw at Limelight Wired. Um, tell us why, Rain, people should care about your content, right? Like you're a lighting guy, right, and a designer. What do you do when you're not just making content? Well, I think it's easy to, to you know, at least – a little bit of my full-time background aside from this is, is club lighting. Um, and I can get personally really tunnel visioned into the same gear and the same console and the same, um, you know, kind of programming style that I do. And that works for me. And, and that sometimes the need to go out and look for um, what's new on the market or, you know, what's trendy or, you know, new ways that people are using technology is not always there. Right. So having an outlet that's kind of putting that content in front of me was something that I was searching for myself and just started kind of creating the content, you know, that I that I was, you know, that I was personally searching for um, because I was interested in, you know, continuing to grow my you know knowledge of the equipment that was out there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I to me, it, 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 there's educational stuff and lots of lots of really good things. Go ahead, Marcel. What were you? Yeah, say? there's there's a definite a definite comparison between you and like Christian Jackson, of course, because he's another uh, social media phenom. Uh, you know, our industry has never been super big on social media, except to bitch about politics or you know uh, to complain about a lighting vendor or whatever it is. But um, Christian probably started just a little before you maybe and and built a pretty big following mm -hmm. much more i would say christian's a little more serious and a little more yeah. uh on the educational front like he's really getting into how to yeah. stuff on consoles and stuff whereas yours is more about let's have some fun and and uh yeah. uh you know do some cool shit so not that he doesn't do cool shit he he's done some really cool stuff like you know i i loved his uh lighting shootout thing where uh where you know they lined up old lighting fixtures on the other side of the lake and actually got big guns yeah. and shot at them and yeah. Uh, yeah. took and, sponsorship you know, I, consider, I consider christian a bit of a pioneer because you know he he kind of broke down some barriers of you know when, when you listen to him talk um about you know you know his processes and doing what he does he he, he was really you know a pioneer in the way of like i'm gonna put out my knowledge out here and i'm not putting it out for a way for you to copy i'm opening up a dialogue and i want people to say oh that's a cool way that i could apply that i'm doing and you could incorporate it into a workflow he kind of was the first person to put out software-based videos tutorial videos that were more conversational than they right you know coming from the manufacturer telling you what the syntax should be, you know, it was, it was kind of exciting for me and definitely, you know, inspirational because he, people weren't really doing that before him. I mean, they, you know, yeah. they were, but he was the first person that was like very loudly saying like, look, throw your work out there. You know, if, you know, if you're, if you're good, 
yeah. we're all going to make each other better. But, you know? And, you know, not to make this the Chris Jackson, uh, Christian Jackson show, but um, the funny thing is he's so shy, you know, like he's so out there and he's got, you know, 60,000 followers or whatever he's up to now, but he's so shy. And so it's, it's so weird because he's such an introvert, but he's so, you know, out there, uh, in yeah. the space and stuff. And, and I got to crack up when you call somebody a pioneer and they're like in their twenties or whatever. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe, me being the old guy on the call here. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah. So Somebody yeah. We'll explain the email to you, Marcel. It'll be fine. We'll catch up. Yeah, It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, I think I can figure it out. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I don't I don't know where Brad's going with his topics here or anything, but I definitely want to jump into this uh, moving like madness thing that you're knee deep into right now. And, um, you know, I love it. It's probably one of the first things where I really took notice of you. And I don't know if it was just last year or maybe it was the year before. But, um, you know, I, I was like, what is this? And I'm not a basketball guy, but obviously I get it. And uh and just love what you did there. You know, I, I just I think it's a fantastic tie into something that everybody's paying so much attention to right now and just kind of grabbing on the coattails of, of the, yeah. you know, the whole uh, March Madness Final Four thing. Um, so how's that gone for you? It's been fun, man. You know, when in the early years, I was just searching for a way to kind of like get people to notice me. And, and it, it thought I thought one day, well, what if I just, you know, put it up to the people to decide what the best moving light on the market was, you know, because there's a lot of awards out there and I'm not diminishing any of them, but we all know that getting an award comes with asterisks in some places, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know, I was like, well, I, I've had we... many of those asterisks, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we yeah. spent more money on a booth than you did. We get an award. <laughs> hey, you said yeah. that. All I'm saying is that yeah. when it comes to moving light madness, you know, we're, we're putting these fixtures up against each other and people are literally voting and that's how it's decided, you know? Yeah, um, it's engaging. It's fun. Like you mentioned earlier, it's not completely serious. There's retro lights in there. There's fan favorites. The Viper's still in there and relevant, and it's it's still hanging in there. You know, we it's down to the final eight fixtures, and the Viper's still got a following that'll push it past four rounds. So, you know, it's a it. But what I think what are the eight now that are in? Go ahead. What are the eight right now that are in? We have the Mega Point. The original Sharpie, the Spider, and the Mac Aura Pixel, the JDC One, the Color Strike, and the Mac Ultra Performance, and the Viper. Did I say the Viper twice? No, I didn't. Yeah, but it's posted on my Instagram. Yeah. You can check it out at LimeWired. <laughs> the the park end with the loose bolt is gone. Tell me it got bumped not. in the first round. I was heartbroken. Oh, Last man. Cinderella. Jesus. Jesus, tell me it's not so. But it's fun. You know, the, the, it emulates as you know March Madness as much as I can. There's four brackets. I break them up into fixture type to make it fun. And, you know, at least at the beginning, you have some sort of, like, merit to, to vote on a light against each other, right? And um, and you know, at the end of the at the end of the month, we get to crown a winner, which has never been anything other than the Roby Mega Point so far. So maybe yeah. if it wins, oh, tired. <laughs> How do people vote? People vote You're by going it. to my Instagram story, and every day matchups. 
Cool. Man, no, I, I got to vote. I got to vote between you and Brad. Who's got the worst internet? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both in and out. Uh, maybe right. you're sharing a phone line. Um, That's right. Maybe. So uh, it's back? not sponsored by manufacturers at all. I should no. say it's, they're not paying for like their entries or anything like that. No, no. Um, manufacturers that I have a great relationship with, we kind of talk about if there's something that they would like me to include this year, but I, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is included. There's lots of times that there's products that don't necessarily fit or, you know, you know, that I, I post on my story and people submit their, their, their favorites, you know, I try to include champions from last year. They're automatically seated, much like a tournament would be. Um, but yeah. no, there's no automatic placement and no guarantees other than winning. Yeah. yeah. And does winning no. does winning do anything? Like, are these uh, they're not seeing bumps in sales or popularity or anything? I don't uh, think so. I think the most fun yet. is the first, is the first couple rounds when you just get to kind of see fixtures you didn't even know existed, and you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that so and so had a moving batten that was ip rated yeah yeah no it's a cool concept uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun and a, a good thing to participate in so you said you vote on instagram which is great uh and it runs the whole month of march this is the third year that you've done it is that right fourth fourth year fourth year so the, has you said the mega points won every year or only the last couple every year wow yeah you might have That's to kick wild. that one out <laughs> Kick that one out it's a, it's a landslide too. Yeah. I mean, it is uh it is a really popular fixture. I, I will give it that. If anybody has any to sell, we're looking for some right now. So <laughs> yeah. shameless pun intended. Yeah, I like yeah. it. No, that's so cool. when it ends, it ends in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, so the Elite Eight is uh will end Thursday. There's voting today, tomorrow, and Thursday, and then next week will be the final four. Um which will take place over two days. So uh, because I'm completely oblivious and probably the one person in America who doesn't pay attention to college basketball at this time of year, because I'm Canadian um, and I'm watching hockey, seeing who makes the playoffs and stuff. But um, are you following exactly to the days and stuff that the basketball tournament is going to? No, I'm not. I was, okay. I, I did that one year um, and it was fun, but this, yeah. I kept just kept it in March this year because it's really yeah. late this year. The tournament yeah. is a lot later than normal. Yeah. 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 No, I love it. It's interesting. So, you know, I mean, anything else you're planning to do around this or like, you know, I don't know how up on audio you are, but it'd be cool to slip in some audio stuff, some video stuff, like have different, you know, brackets or whatever you want to call it. It's not brackets, but different yeah. tournaments or whatever. I don't know. But oh, no. it's just—it's such a fun concept. It just feels like it needs to be expanded upon. But that's just me. I wreck little things by trying to turn them into big things. <laughs> it's my forte. No, no, uh, no plug yeah, intended. That's right. Yeah, it's my eye forte. So the yeah. other thing, I I went poking around your Instagram right before we jumped on, and I saw that you did like a little review thing on the D9 console. You've had hands on that thing. I have thoughts. Um, I love I love it personally. I think Avolite's Titan software is really intuitive. Um, if you're a creatively oriented designer, you know the metaphor that I kind of 
use is that I can I call MA kind of the AutoCAD and Ableite's more of the vector works. Sure. Just in the way that that's like how you, if your brain works with one software better than the other, then maybe that's the avenue to go. Um, yeah. But I think it's very powerful. I think it's very, very like the buttons on it are, are very robust. And as a, you know, I have a lot of experience in the nightclub tapping faders and hitting buttons and some damage to consoles. And it's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, Does, and, and Brad, in particular, Avo is uh, that's a lot me? of where they have the market here is uh, is in the club scene, and I don't know yeah. if that's the reason or just uh, just happenstance, but certainly the <laughs> they get. Well, I up. think I think lately it's easier to uh, break into that than it is to the rock and roll world, where you know it's just so buttoned down by MA right now. Uh, you know, to get into it. You got to be really strong. And, you know, I think one of the problems Avo has had is that while the world needs more consoles, Avo isn't able to ship them. And uh, I think if they could ship D9s all day long, they'd be biting a piece off the MA market. But MA struggling to ship enough consoles uh, uh, and Avo struggling. I don't know, Rain, if you know this, but we've been going through it every day. I mean, in the last... 24 hours we've sold four ma2 lights at almost thirty thousand dollars each i mean the used price on ma2 lights well i sold one for for god rest his soul tim brennan uh during covid it was either late 2020 or early 21 and it sold for like twelve thousand dollars and it was almost brand new in a case it was in really good condition and stuff it's twelve grand. I mean, that thing now would be thirty-two, thirty-three thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the money on used MA twos is insane. The money on MA threes is insane because you just can't get it. You can't get the stuff. So, how much is a? Does anyone know how much a D nine is? Is Market it similar cost? in price? Yeah, is it similar uh, in price to a MA three? I don't want to say something to be wrong because this is this is kind yeah. of on the record. <laughs> I, 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 Feel like list on it is floating around that hundred thousand mark. I, I think it's pretty in line with MA three, but I don't. Know I was going to say eighty to hundred, so I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's probably pretty close, like within ten percent or something. Well, of the, we of the class. On I think if you if you're familiar with Creative Integration Studio, they have it listed online. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just curious more than anything else. Is it less or more or? about yeah. the same and i would guess it's about the yeah. same which is obviously where, what you got where do. it does become less expensive is its power from a media server standpoint that uh you know you don't right. need any extra hardware to be able to do all the video stuff so um and while ma3 claims to be able to do that their uh, ability in reality i have yet to hear anybody rave about doesn't mean it can't but i've just never heard anybody be like yeah that's yeah. the thing so <laughs> um you know, I yeah. think I think it's some money there, but it's pretty competitive price wise. Otherwise, yeah. uh, I think that I do think that that's how the Avolites console really, you know, can, can slide into some more potential large scale productions like that is because of their integration with video is so slick. You know, yeah. um, even if especially if you have an AI server, you know, you you can take the video content and you know essentially just inst- instantly pixel map it across your pictures as a yeah color. I mean, it, it, it's powerful it's cool yeah again in this country the challenge is always going to be availability you know like it, it 
if like it's always sort of a chicken and an egg scenario like if the designer is asking for it the lighting house has it the production house has it if the uh if the designer or production isn't asking for it generally it's not going to be shoved down your throat by the production company uh and that even goes to fixtures these days like it used to be where you buy whatever fixture you want and then you go out and convince the designers to do it and that's completely flipped to the point where the designers pretty much have most of the power now. Although most of them that I talk to anyways, will work with the production company and say, Hey, what do you got in stock? You know, once it's your gig, they'll say, yeah. Hey, you know, if I can get an extra dozen fixtures, but I use this one instead of this one. Sure. No problem. Let's, let's start swapping. So, um, Dave Schulman, uh, he said Deftones is a perfect example. I'm assuming that's in reference to, uh, you know, a, a big video and, and lighting installation that's running off of Avo. I don't know off the top of my head, but uh, hi, Dave. Thanks for watching. It's not an installation. Yeah, it's uh, a band. Deftones is a band, Brad. Right. Yes. Now obviously. you're the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was John Eddie's tour. He took it out and, and, it, and it was it was amazing. They had a big... Um, array of stylos and they were running you know video content over the over the styloses cool oh really now that's an interesting fixture have you played with those at all rain i have not like the stylo stylos however you want to say it i uh i have not i hear mixed things but you know the biggest challenge is always about variances here in the u.s but they'll figure it out one day yeah yeah, yeah michael yeah, yeah. you you ain't wrong <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. it's it's crazy what's happening with consoles right now i mean it is weird though that it's happening more with consoles than it is with light fixtures like i've heard some shortages on light fixtures certainly roby has had their problem and i think that might be because they're a european manufacturer and you know maybe the chinese are taking care of their own god forbid you know and parts are going to the large chinese manufacturers before they go to the european manufacturer or whatever but um but yeah, you know, fixtures seem to be easy to get. If I had the money to go out and buy a hundred fixtures today, I think I'd have my choice. Uh, but I couldn't get a console for, you know, well, I could, but a lot of people can't get consoles for, right. you know, double the cost. So yeah, yeah. So Rain, since uh, since you're a gear guy, uh, I know that you don't have skin in the game in, in the March Madness thing. But if you were to pick out of your bracket a winner of not who you think would win, but who would you want to win? Who would it be out of your original 64? Oh, it would be the park hand with the loose bolt. You know, we've all, <laughs> yeah, we've I'm, all I'm, I'm with you, man. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, if you, if you can't light a show with park hands, then you don't deserve any of the other ones. You know what I mean? That's a fair statement. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to bring them back. We got to go find them. We got to go find a boatload of park hands with loose bolts. Although you're in Miami Beach, there's got to be some laying around somewhere. <laughs> I saw one it. of the sketchy strip the clubs day, or something. Somebody who was seeing an installation in our pool. Pool. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, funny. I saw a post but, on Facebook the other day of somebody who was putting up a 64, a par 64 rig for a show. And it was, it was like a legit one-off something festival or one stop on a tour or something they had a couple movers in the background but most of it was park hands i was like yes <laughs> so rain how many yeah. votes are you getting like per fixture or whatever like I mean, is it 10 or is it a thousand or so right now about 25 to 2700 people are tuning in and 15 to 1700 people are voting every day wow oh, wow so it's real That's numbers great. Real, real numbers. Yeah. So we fun. should we should put we should put a little bit of money on who's going to win. Then 
So what are the final eight again? Uh, okay, let's or whatever the final eight are called. What's it called? The glorious. Michael eight has another vote for Parkins. Uh, <laughs> there you go. See, it's, we're pulling the, it back in. The 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 bean bracket has the point in the sharpie left. Point, the spot and profile. And Mega point and okay, hang on. We're trying to put together what you're saying in between dropouts of internet here. So mega point and sharpie. Let me know when I'm back. Yeah, you're here. Okay. So that's the beam. Um, so we have the, the mega point, the sharpie, the performance, the viper profile. The washes are the spider and the aura pixel. And from the bar and strobe bracket is the JDC one and the color strike. Aura and the pixel. Okay, wait, what was under the aura, aura and what else? Spider. No, no, no. So it was the spider and the aura pixel in the wash bracket. Yeah, spider. Yeah. Right. And then in the bar and strobe bracket is the the JDC one and the color strike. <laughs> JDC one and the and the other JDC one. <laughs> JDC one point five. Yeah, JDC one point one. I I thought they had I thought they had a like cease and desist on that or something. I guess not. I mean, it's a great fixture. I saw it. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great fixture. They both are. So um, I know betting's illegal, but I think we need to put a bet on this thing. I would give the mega point some crazy odds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. The ultra performance is one fixture that really gets a good response and I've never even demoed. So I'm pretty interested in... Um, like, yeah, that's a nice ah. picture. I'm surprised not not to see the Verilite 3500 or 3600. It what is it called? Me the too. Nice the IP Verilite. The 3600. Is that what it's called? It by, let me see which one it got bumped by because it was controversial. <laughs> it lost in the first round to the Viper profile. So the fan following Ooh, behind the Viper. Jesus. Profile. So strong. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if it were me, I'd probably go. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge Aura fan, but that PXL is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm a big spider I, fan. I thought it was really interesting because the spider went face to face with the ice spider, and it was it was a pretty dominant um, preference for the spider, which I thought was yeah. The, yeah, um, I don't know. It depends. It depends what time that vote is happening too, because people might be, you know, drinking or something. Because uh -huh, why uh -huh. wouldn't you pick the IP rated spider? Well, the feedback is that it's too heavy, spider. too heavy, and oh, it's too. Oh, I see. Oh, and that, that makes sense. Like, that makes sense. Did you have any in your original bracket? Any of the uh, like current? I mean, like the thirty six hundred, but you know, the current big LED stuff that's just you know modern version of of what old classic fixtures were. Uh, what do you mean? That, uh, well, you like the, you know, the Ayrton, uh, you know, Campsis or Campson and the, you know, the, the VL3600 or the Ultra Performance, any of that kind of stuff. You mentioned a couple of them, but like how how much were those in there in the original bracket? Um, so each manufacturer that was major, I tried to get one, one in each bracket. So Ayrton had, sure. not, I can't remember which ones were LED and which ones weren't, but there was a pretty good combination. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. 
Well, I think it's a really fun thing that you put together. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'll it's say awesome. On behalf of the industry, that we appreciate it. Obviously, uh, you know your votes and your your likes and stuff and views uh, that speaks for itself. But it's really cool. If you haven't seen it and you're watching, go check it out. March Moving Light Madness on at LimeWired, uh, any social channels or online, um, LimeLightWired.com and the app. So it's, uh, it's really interesting yeah. stuff. I'm uh, excited to see where it goes. Do you have a vision for what this becomes in the future or you just want to kind of keep evolving it organically? Gosh, I don't know. I think it would be fun to just see where it goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, well, got, I, like, I would say the one limit audio. The one imitation Sorry, that I, the one limitation I really don't like is that voting is limited on my Instagram story for 24 hours. I think if I could move it to my app and yeah. you had a couple of days to go in and like each week you had five days to go lock in your round of the 64 and 32 votes. Um, so that's you know a, a possibility that I would like look to expand it. So you know it wasn't so. Um, if you don't have Instagram, you can't really participate. You know. Sure. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't really pay attention to Instagram, so that's my problem. But <laughs> uh, I have one. Well, here's, I mean, the, a... go ahead. Yeah, the only other thing you could do, Rain, would be very low tech, which would be just uh, if you were to put like five comments under or eight comments under a particular texture, and the comment would just be the eight names of the products, and yeah. then the number of likes is the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good thought. It's pretty damn easy. Right. It's a low-tech MVP kind of no-tech option. What's it's your what's that, opinion on TikTok? I don't do it. I'm too old. <laughs> Guys my age on TikTok are creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just don't do it. Yeah. I, I think individuals are certainly on TikTok and, and younger generations, you know, like, you know, under 40 people are certainly more prominent to be there. I don't know that in today's world, there's a lot of businesses on there um, in our industry, certainly in other industries there are, but in our industry, there aren't a lot of companies that are putting out TikTok content that I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not, I don't like know it, but, um, but I think for individuals and the stuff that you're doing, I can see there being, being a following for it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go voting on the app. To me, voting on the app would be the wrong thing to do because not everybody likes to use a separate app. You know, you've got the audience yeah. on Instagram. Why try and send them somewhere else? Um, you know, if you could keep it within the post, I think that's the best thing you could possibly do. So uh, figure out if there's an elegant way to do that like thing that I just said, because uh, that could be really, really an easy way to do it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I like it. Well, you know, I watch, I watch, I watch TikTok videos that people forward to me, and that's about it. I've never downloaded the app or anything, <laughs> and you know, there's a lot of funny videos, but I know myself. Like, I could probably get lost yeah, yeah, yeah. just sitting there scrolling through ten thousand cat videos or whatever. You know, um, I just don't go there. <laughs> I just don't have the time or or desire to do it. Well, really, it's still but. it's still the wild west. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm Definitely. I'm shocked how how low tech things are that people really latch on to, you know, like Snapchat, my son, it's the same. It's the thing that he uses all day, every day, still after this long, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, the lowest tech stuff seems to be the stuff that people hang on to. 
Yep. I think I some could say the same about the Viper profile. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Wayne, here's here's a funny well thing. Well so, done. you know, back pre-COVID 2019, we were selling Vipers for like eleven, twelve hundred dollars and they're back up to what three grand now or something, twenty five hundred uh-huh. to three grand. Two thousand yeah. to twenty five hundred is not yeah. uh, not unheard of at all. And people buy them as it's fast true. as they come. Mm-hmm. When you know what you can do with it, though, it's almost you, you, you almost are like, well, I'd rather get 20 of these than 10 of something I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we got a little spoiled in our industry, too, where it was just like, I'm going to replace this with this. I'm going to replace this with this. I'm going to. Repl-. And then when suddenly yeah. there there was a bit of a problem replacing this with this or you needed more gear or whatever, the Vipers became very relevant again. It's a great light. There's nothing wrong with it. There was no reason for it to be sent out to pastor at 900 or a thousand dollars each or whatever we were getting at times and so uh yeah i mean we're in a shake your head market right now like we you know people ask us all the time what do you think i should do with this you know and it's like i don't know (laughs) you know like sell it today you're getting way more than the market was paying a year ago do i think it's going to keep going up i don't know like i just don't know you know it's it's a batshit crazy gear market right now. Hard uh-huh. to tell. It is. My, my answer to that question is usually that I don't think it's going to continue to go up, but I also thought that a year ago and it continued to me go too. way up. So. Yeah, no, me too. Now, there's a lot of signs that, that there's an end coming, you know, and there's signs also that there's an end coming to the free-for-all on concerts and stuff like that. Like, I mean, at some point, people are going to run out of available cash to go see you know, five hundred dollar yeah. ticket concerts or whatever, right? Like tickets for a thousand dollars for the nosebleeds. It's, it's kind of crazy. But you know, again, I always love to pick on Motley Crue. They were four hundred bucks at the Hard Rock just last week. You know, four hundred dollars to see Motley Crue. Go figure. <laughs> Do you need me to explain who Motley Crue is, Rain? <laughs> <laughs> They're they're from me. They're from my generation. Not lacking in that much. No, I'm just I'm just teasing. Cool. So, Rain, when you go to like LDI or or trade shows or anything, do you do any uh, Lime White Wired videos, or or do you look around at stuff, or you just take it in and do that, or do you not go to trade shows? Um, I do. I've been lucky enough to speak at LDI the past two years. Um when at the Sovereign Candle Collective's programming panel and um, and take the Avo lights on the spin for the busking challenge, which is like oh, cool. a really fun thing that they've done because, I, and I hope my internet is connecting good while I tell this, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they set up seven different consoles to the same rig and, you know, you get a one hour time slot with it. And then essentially in front of everyone, you busk with music that's, you have no idea what's going to come. And, um, you know, that hasn't ever existed in the lighting world, you know, like a like a battle type thing. And, they, you know, there's no awards. It's all just for experimentation and fun and to see how someone could possibly busk on a on an EOS. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fun. So you ask I do always hit the, sh- the trade floors. I try to make some sort of recap video of every convention that I go to. Um, there's just so much to see. So, you know, it's good to see all the people. 
conventions are fun, man. It was sad when they were gone, and to come back and see everybody back on on show uh, I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's, completely it's, agree we, with you. We, we say this all the time, especially over COVID. We're such an industry that when our paths cross, are are almost the most magical times. You know how how could how could something be more magical than the shows we make? Well, it's the people that we make the shows with, right? So getting to see all those people, even that we'd never see in person, that we only email, is uh yeah, is, is good. Yeah, I you know I gotta say I even enjoy seeing the ones that I don't like. You know, I mean I I miss them too. <laughs> like I, it was like hey, yeah. you know I'm not gonna mention any names, but hey, you know <laughs> giving big hugs to people and going, oh this feels weird, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still don't like them. I was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Now I Check remember. That box. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. I like everybody. Like well, uh, Rand, I really appreciate you coming on today. Before we go, uh, I have one important question for you. I haven't done this one in a while, but since we do this on Tuesdays, what's your favorite okay. taco? Al Pastor, no onions. Al Pastor. All right, all right. I should I should take an official vote on these. I haven't done that, but you El should. Pastor and that's no greater. I love Al Pastor tacos. <laughs> what's What's the one that starts with a B? Is it Barilla? Barilla. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, that see. one's outrageous. I finally had one of those, or a bunch. You like of fry them, it actually. in the sauce. I don't know. I mean, they're really bad for you, and I shouldn't eat them, but goddamn, they're good. <laughs> if that's the worst you're doing. You're doing okay. Yeah, exactly. No, man, thank you for having me. Like I said, I've been following the podcast forever. I mean, I feel like all all of my idols have been on this: the Meachams, the Deersons. You know, it's it's fun to be a part of a small part of it, and. um I'm just, I'm very appreciative. No problem. We're glad you could join us. Uh, And yeah, everybody check out at Limelight Wired and uh, put in your vote for the final eight in uh, in the moving light bracket. And uh, we'll see if we can kick the mega point off the throne. I think it'd be fun. Fun. (laughs) Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. You always stay, you my sweet, sweet child.